Yes. All right, so let's get going in. Oh, wait, what's the name of... I, I have to remember the... <laughs> I can't remember the website's URL. Are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? <laughs> Every time. Yo. <laughs> this motherfucker has never remembered it in the whole time we've been doing this shit. <laughs> All right, all right, this is the energy we need. All right. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Final Fantasy Wiki podcast. The URL is finalfantasy.fandom.com, and I got it right this time. Yes, you got it right. Yay! I got it right this time. I'm your host, Blue Highwind. Welcome to the month of October 2021. And uh, joining me are uh, Technobliterator, Some Color Mage. Sup? And our special guest that Technobliterator is going to introduce because he's our guest master. Uh, I guess I'm the guest master, but also I'm the only one who can pronounce her name. Sreniata, hello. Oh, hi. Yes, guest master. Take good care of me. Oh, my God, that's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Okay. So uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about what you do? Right now, I'm just trying not to laugh, but yeah. Um, I'm, I guess I'm mostly known for making fan art for Final Fantasy VII Remake in the community, I would say. But I do everything, not only that. So basically all 3D related fan works. Yes. Yeah, so she did the 3D fan art for a lot of different characters from Seven Remake that use the models ripped from the game. And more to the point, she did basically every single render of every character from Seven Remake. So, any article that was written by me from Seven Remake, if you see it wasn't from Square Enix, it was from her. Okay, so she's the one that pulled the uh, images off of the game and got it on the wiki. Not, not exactly. I mean, oh. I put the models off of the game and uh -huh. I then assigned materials and lighting, which, you know, takes around five hours per image. Oh. And then... And then um, I rendered it with, yeah, that's what I did. And also a cool yeah. thing, guys, I saw Polygon use those renders yesterday that I made. It was really nice. Oh, that's very cool. Yeah, so Polygon, the website, used the renders for, I don't remember what the article was. And IGN's used it before. Mm -hmm. For the dresses mostly, for the dress mechanics and everything. So Yeah, so the other thing is it was like a whole process for her to basically pose all of the models in the way that they would either be posed in the Ultimania or the way that they would be posed like uh for instance we have renders of the characters like in their battle stances and we pose the models to look like the exact same models from the original Final Fantasy 7 so you can compare side by side like what they looked like in the PS1 game versus what they look like now mm -hmm. and extra for the wiki because Joe was very particular on how these models should stand to, you know, mimic the old original model stances. And because of that, I actually taught myself how to extract the in-game animations from the battles only so I could actually take most of that and translate it over into images. Okay, so and exactly... Um, on yeah. So uh, what exactly are you extracting from the game? Is it some kind of file or are you like simulating it yeah. through your own fan art 
No, um, so you know how the game is made in Unreal Engine, and uh -huh. so I basically extract the meshes, so you know, the 3D objects that you see in the game, I can extract them and then bring them into a free software blender, I'm not sure you heard about it, and I can work in that, in there, with those, with those assets, with all of the assets, like everything, models, stages, objects, um, anything. So are you using the original PlayStation version or are you somehow or another getting it to run on a PC? Um, it's the PlayStation version that uh -huh. has been sort of converted to be extracted on PC. Okay. Yeah, but only the PS4 version. They yes. haven't they haven't gotten the PS5 version to work yet. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well it's a brand new console, Sadly. I can understand. Mm-hmm. And I still hope that it comes to PC though, the game, so then that will make things easier. It would. Well, that's yeah, very impressive. I think, but yeah, you know, I think, yeah. sources say that it might come, you know, that I'm sure you guys saw that, that there was these leaks from Epic Game Store and that um, in there was Final Fantasy VII Remake, which was stated for the end of the year. So, yeah, I, I think we talked about that last podcast or maybe the one before that. I think that was I the last remember. podcast. That was the big leak of a whole bunch of weird games like Kingdom Hearts 4 and stuff. Right. There's, there's yeah. been a couple of those, uh, and I think that last one was the uh, Nvidia thing. Uh, oh yes, it the, was the uh, Seven Remake. It was distinct yeah. ones, yeah. 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 The Seven Remake one was just as uh, an entry was found for it on on yeah. uh, Epic's uh, system, and uh, and then uh, after people started noticing it, Square Enix changed the names on most of it to try and hide it, but. Yeah, I assume that uh, the release of Integrate pushed back their time on uh, on when they go multi-platform with it. But yeah, it seems an inevitability. Okay. So, um, is there anything else that you want to say about you know the process of you know ripping like? Is... Um, it's actually quite complicated the uh -huh. whole process, and to be honest. It's probably a bit too much to explain in a podcast because up to date, I know that I'm probably one of the very few people that actually managed to extract everything, uh -huh. but I'm so I, I don't know if explaining it makes a lot of sense because a lot of it probably doesn't make sense unless you're doing it daily. All I can say is that um, it took me a lot to learn. I took a lot of hours to try and figure it out and I made a lot of notes um, where I wrote what I did and then the next day I already forgot everything, I had to read it again. But by now, um, yeah, by now it's, it's second nature. I don't, I don't think you need to be worried about going too technical. I mean, we are a wiki, so boring minutia is what we do. I, I've spent hours well, writing tables doing nothing. I mean, you probably know that um, I, I'm, not, I'm not the person that creates the, how do I say it, the decryption for it. So uh -huh. um, and I'm not going to name names here, but I am not the person that does it. I am, however, using a tool that can translate the Unity, uh, not Unity, Unreal assets into actually readable, um, you know, 3D objects. And these are then extracted, including the textures and everything. And with those, I just go into Blender and from there, everything takes, takes its you know, or its course, I would say. So basically, you just load it. You know how when you load a 3D object, everything is just white. There's no texture. There's nothing. You just see the 3Dness of it, and that's how everything starts. And from there, I end up creating the images that I do in, and all of that I do in Blender. So what you get initially is the wireframe. 
Um, technically, yeah. I'm just okay. mostly viewing it in solid, but you uh -huh. could view it as wireframe as well. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I really know very, very little about 3D anything. I just know there's a lot of triangles. There is, yes. I hate triangles. <laughs> you hate triangles? Would you rather we be using the uh, Sega Saturn system and everything be made out of squares? <laughs> of course, no, of course not. But can't we just make it all in quads? You know, why does it have to be triangles? But I know it's because it's um, easy on the polygons, but still, yeah. Okay, uh, do we want to move on to news? Uh, right. Um, and I don't, I didn't know what stories you wanted to start with when we were recording this. Uh, just after the latest state of play, in which there was no news. There uh, was no news there in was that state no of play. No news. There, there was, was absolutely nothing. Well, I mean, absolutely nothing. The first news is there Final was... Fantasy 16, completely MIA. Yep. Put on your clown yeah, makeup. I'm not... I'm not really surprised about uh, this kind of stuff because you know, this is uh, uh, this is uh, Naoki Yoshida's uh, department working on this, and you get um, a lot of sense from how he does uh, he does announcements and reveals and stuff. Because he doesn't like to do just one-off trailers and such like that. Like I I do most of the Final Fantasy XIV stuff on the on the Twitter account and stuff, and every time there's stuff to reveal there there's always like a, a week advance warning or more and when and when the reveal happens he goes as far in depth as he can to everything he's got as possible uh, so yeah I don't think just monitoring for uh, you know, third party trailer reels it's going to it's not going to show up there because so, like so I remember when because I'm from the Seven Remake side of the fandom, and I remember when that game got revealed at E3. Like I remember, like before it got revealed, even like there were like rumors like Final Fantasy Seven Remake is gonna be at E3, and I was like, ah, that's not gonna happen. We were all like, nah, that's that's the stupidest idea. Like, yo, that ain't happening. Yeah, and then it happened, you know. And then there was like we had this massive blow up in our chat. Like, holy shit, they actually announced it, right? And then, like, later in the year, they had that long trailer that showed off Mako Reactor 1. And everyone was like, yo, man, it looks like they're further along than we thought. Like, all right, maybe we're going to get more news about it. Every single E3, every single, like, game show, every single event for five years. No, not for five years. For four years, there was nothing. So I am not used to, like... I am not used to, like, expecting anything from Square Enix at this point. Like, you know. Well, Techno, they, let they me tell kinda, you. Like, they just kind of hit you out of nowhere. Let me tell you about waiting for the Final Fantasy VII Remake, because I can tell you about a little thing called the PlayStation 3, when they originally showed that off, and we got the Final <laughs> Fantasy VII tech demo, and everyone's like, yeah, here yeah. we go. It's going to be next E3, Final Fantasy VII, in full high definition. And then... um then yeah, that just didn't happen, and then yeah, years and years uh, passed. We've uh, both been here since uh, before the uh, uh, before the big uh, uh, Fabula Nova Crystallis event. So uh, yeah, we are still uh, waiting for uh, uh, Final Fantasy Versus Thirteen 
also yep. known as the early days of development of Final Fantasy 15, also probably known as Kingdom Hearts 4 at this point. I'm still waiting for a Gito 13. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> so I. This company, man. Let me ask you should people actually be worried about Final Fantasy 16? Is it time to not panic, but. Maybe just raise the worry meter up from maybe, let's say, a 4 to, like, a 5 out of 10? Depends. Well, why... What do you think would happen if it's raised? Why would you worry? Do you mean because we didn't hear anything? Do you think that maybe they're not continuing? Or what are we worried about? You know, I don't know. Just, like... Do you think it comes out next year? I guess is my thought at this point. Um, no. Ooh. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I don't think it's next year. Oh, I think next year we might get more trailers and so on, but I don't think it releases next year. Yeah. I'm going to say that Jason Schreier hey. sold me a bill of goods when he said, ooh, this thing's going to be out 2021. And I'm like, oh well. Did well, he actually think that? He actually did think that, yeah. He's, he said that on a podcast. And, you know, this was him speculating. But I, I assume he knows yeah, maybe. slightly more. You know what? I just got to beat him in fantasy. I'm in a fantasy league with him, so I'll, I'll go and take care of that. That's how I'll take out my aggression there. <laughs> but you know, at least we get first soldier next month. That's something already. Oh, that's that is a release yep. date. Mm-hmm. No, November. Mm-hmm. Oh darn! I should have known that. So there's been, I think there's been one beta for it so far, and. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's been the beta release, and net we're getting the full release next month. And yes. yeah, like uh, I've heard some pretty decent things about it so far. I mean, obviously, you know, we had a guest on who had played it and said it was like, you know, it was kind of from what he described, it was like, oh, it's as good as you can imagine a Final Fantasy battle royale shooter being, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, it doesn't seem like the kind of thing. You would cross over at all, but you know apparently this apparently it you know they make it work considering what it is. So you know I'll probably it's something I'll probably give it a try. I don't know if I'll play it regularly, but you know I'll look into it. It doesn't look like it has a solid release date. It just says November twenty twenty one. I'm trying to find mm-hmm, if there's an exactly. exact date. So it could be like five days from now, or it could be a month from now. Could be. Um, I mean, what I'm most excited about it, you know, because it's it's just still just a battle royale. It's not like you're going to go through a huge story or something. But I am excited about the um, costumes they bring, because even in the beta, they already had multiple costumes. I, I think every day the roster was updated and there was another costume that you could buy, technically. So yeah, I remember I, that. Yeah, I really am looking forward to what else they might bring in, because I'm pretty sure they will bring a lot of other fan- Final Fantasy you know, parts um, into this game as a costume. I will give it a shot. I will go in with an open mind and I will try the game as best as I can. I I can't promise I'll love it, but, you know. Um, I guess the other biggest news in terms of Final Fantasy demos and things in beta form is uh, uh, Stranger Paradise Final Fantasy Origins. We got new trailer for that and a new demo. Did anyone play that? Yeah, I uh, I played the, through the demo. Um, so first things uh, first, uh, 
they do seem to have actually fixed the difficulty curve issue because like in that first demo garland was he was Ga hard okay well not garland uh, uh chaos question mark was uh, kind of terrible and way too hard compared to the rest of the content and they fixed that up also the other area that they introduced um also just generally a lot brighter and more colorful so they do seem to be listening to the big complaints that were happening in those regards well um, i i don't think they would have designed a whole new area in three months it just means there's more to the game than it looked like it's just not all dark castles that's a that's right. a final fantasy 13 area right it uh, well it's named differently but yeah it's a uh, very much a dead ringer for the Sunlit Waterscape, and the music in the area even takes views from first-hand soundtrack. So, oh, yeah, they're being very. So that's what that reminded it. me of. Oh, I got it. Okay, I knew it reminded like, me of something. Like it's like that level even has uh, the uh, the uh, like stage gimmick from that chapter in thirteen, where you could change the weather and it would uh, and it would change uh, the. Uh, the area and the monsters and such that's uh that is like the gimmick of that area in in the demo as well does the demo have a new yeah, boss so... uh yeah it was some um, like water and fire elemental thing like the, they both like, came out of an orb and then it, when you beat them up they retract into the orb and you have to beat up the orb to win and it's I mean, I, I didn't play on like a high difficulty because I, uh, I remembered my experience from the first demo and preemptively just set it down to the lowest difficulty. That's what I would but, do. I, mean, I, I couldn't beat Garland, so I, my, to my yeah. eternal shame. Correction: You couldn't beat Chaos? Question mark. I'm gonna uh, call actually, him. I think that I'm demo gonna... renamed it to Chaos Advent, and like, it's kind of funny that uh, they, um, they seem to try and tone down all the chaos stuff and then they brought us uh the bullshit scene well um, all right so it turned I out garland it... was a little girl in the costume yeah and it's talking about how she, yeah she doesn't think chaos is real and uh, someone has to pretend to be chaos you know blah 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 i wasn't paying much attention <laughs> myself either and then and then <laughs> and then there's just like this five second pause cameras just concentrating on jack jack uh, jack garland jack, jack garland yeah and then he just says bullshit and pulls out his phone yep that's playing some really shitty rock music well, i was playing everyone called area. it limp biscuit but i don't think it actually was limp biscuit right it, it does sound a lot like it but it's just a convincing sound alike i'm pretty okay. sure yeah, and, I mean, like, yeah. uh, dis like I don't, th I don't think they'd bring back Limp Biscuit considering that band's been defunct for a long ass time. Well, they but, got like, Limp Biscuit for uh, they got Limp Biscuit for the uh, Fight Club video game. Oh no, it's Fred like, Durst. Like, Fred Durst thing, is in it. The thing, the thing with that is just like you know, why are they giving us this nostalgia for like early two thousands emo? No, it's new music. new metal. And then emo was a bit later. <laughs> yeah, new metal, new metal. That's the one. Because and techno, then, um, this... that was twenty years ago, and at this point, that stuff people are nostalgic for. 
that's I, the yeah, step. I swear to God. Like, I swear to God, like, the whole game is like a throwback to the Shadow the Hedgehog era of gaming. And now they have Limp Bizkit music. Like, what the fuck is this shit? Just road, 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 just road, 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 road. And, like, people can't tell how serious they're being about this. But at the same time, uh, that demo, like, had this side quest that was Uh a... Boss Rush and uh, we appear to have lost Australiata. Great. Um, let me uh, let me put a time stamp on this. Might have to edit around this. Right. I mean, I might as well just continue my point. Well, yeah, she, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. she just messaged me saying yeah. that uh, internet is... But yeah, you can carry on. And yeah. Then, uh, yeah, there was yeah, uh, we'll this one side quest in demo, which is basically just uh, a, uh, a gauntlet, uh, sort of like Boss Rush thing. Yeah, it's the hardest thing in the demo. And the reward for it is a fedora. So, yeah. You got a fedora? They... Yes, it was a fedora. <laughs> okay, that's so not. Either they... So that's... either they are leaning into how how dumb this is, or they are so self aware that it's going to be the funniest thing ever anyway. Alright, that's, that's, like, that's not Fred have... Durst level douchebag. That's like 2009 level douchebag of tip, tip fedora, nice guy kind of deal. All right, so like they what? either what? have uh, all the self-awareness or none of it, and either way, that's a good time. Do you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of a film that released this month called Venom 2. Oh, right? I like that movie. Where the first... Yeah, the first one was, like, you know, really funny, but kind of unintentionally funny. And then the second one, they just said, all right, well, people enjoyed it because it was ironically funny. So let's just lean in on this being and make this hilarious as hell, right? So, I mean, this might be that point where they're like, okay, well, are we doing this as a joke or are we doing this because we want people to take this story really, really seriously? Well, they've already uh, changed the uh, marketing a bit in response to the in to the reveal because uh, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, you know. The Western audience were joking that oh this guy, oh this Jack guy he's he's definitely going to become chaos and no yeah, more is basically definitely is yeah that's actually yeah. what it was going to be so the second trailer ended with that Jack Garland reveal to I'm just Jack hit, to, Garland my name's Garland yeah, to try and Jack Garland to, yeah because they figured well everyone's already figured it out we might as well pivot to uh, trying to make the mystery how he becomes chaos instead of what happens to him. Right. So what do you yeah, think is I mean, the over-under on this game having an ooh <laughs> It's got to happen. It's got to happen. <laughs> I, I really wanted to have an ooh <laughs> I was recently watching a movie called uh, Queen of the Damned, and it, it's got a ton of early 2000s new metal. It's kind of wonderfully tasteless, so I kind of hope this is like this. I, I I am putting my bet on the, the that shitty song that Jack that Jack plays on his phone. That's going to be the final boss thing. I I am oh. calling that right now. Oh, imagine! This could be glorious. This could be gloriously tasteless. Yeah, uh, this could this game could be hilarious and ironically funny, or it could be stupid as hell. And I'm hoping it will be the first one. Uh, this has a release date, doesn't it? Uh, March 18th. Here it yeah, is. I've 
March 18th, right, 2022 yeah. for PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox One Series, and PC. So the only reason why I think that's relevant is because like that gives me the sense that if 16 is coming, it's not coming until later in the year. Yeah, yeah, that does make sense. And I would say the same about 7 Remake. Like, 7 Remake... Seven, I don't think... I don't think that's happening think until 2023. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't think we're getting 7 Remake anything else until 2023 at the earliest. I, I do think that 2022 is likely for 16. Uh, just because, you know, because this is Creative Business Unit 3. They are, they are also the Final Fantasy fourteen department, and fourteen releases a major update every two years without fail. So, like, next month is Endwalker, and 2023 is going to be 7.0. It's going to be the start of the new story arc that Yoshida's been talking about. Oh, no, we've so lost... Think... I'm sorry, some color manager, we've lost our, our guest. I, I just got the message from him. Uh, that... Well, we'll um, have to have her I on mean, another time, I guess. Ugh. Well. Yeah, let's just... I mean, we've already recorded enough that I don't want to try and do this again. So no, let's no, no, no. We gotta, we gotta keep rolling. Yeah, we have keep we have the worst... Ge- yeah, keep going. We have the worst luck with guests. Yeah, we've had two on, and both times their internet crashed on us. Yep. So I think, like, keep going, and then if she comes back before the end, then yeah. we'll have her in before the end. Yeah. Otherwise... So- you know, we but got yeah. we got like ten minutes of really good conversation with her at the beginning, anyway. So it's not a total loss. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, so uh, so anyway, to... what my point was is that I think uh, sixteen is probably twenty twenty two, just to avoid uh, you know, Yoshida's department from competing with itself, basically. Yep. Yeah. I think. I think. Yeah. I would. Um, I think I can follow that logic. Like, uh, the only thing I think that might be delayed, like, I don't know, because I don't think Japan has, uh, like, uh, I don't think anyone in Japan has gone back to the offices yet, so I don't know if they're still dealing with, like, uh, pandemic delays. Uh, I know it's worse this year than it was last year in Japan. Yeah. I mean, if, I mean, since, like, 14 is the topic, uh, 14 is, as of now, about uh, four months behind what the original schedule was and about half of that is uh, because of uh, COVID and the adaptation to work from home uh, mm-hmm. the other half is just because uh, they're trying to put everything they can into Endwalker because that is mm-hmm. the end of the original story and uh, the and the, and the second big story arc of 14 starts in patch 6.1 so they want to get as much done in 6.0 as they can. Um, but yeah, I think Square Enix has at this point fully adapted to work from home or as much as they can. Um, right. I mean, they, they have their so games coming out on a regular pipeline at this point. They just released the, uh, well, this is the Western studio anyway, but they just released the Guardians of the Galaxy game this very week. Right, which is, which is from what I'm seeing of it, better than people thought it would be you know like i was always somewhat optimistic about that just because i like guardians but like also because you know i didn't think they were gonna repeat what happened with the avengers game and 
by all accounts, from what I'm seeing, they didn't repeat that mistake. So it's a first-person yeah, well, game, all... like they're supposed to make. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're making a... it a, a single-player. That's what I mean. Sorry. Games as a service garbage. Uh, yeah. Just the fact do makes it better than uh, than the Avengers game by default. Yes. And what's inter what's interesting about it as well is it's by the studio that made the Deus Ex games. So it has a lot of the dialogue choices and like the way you interact with your team like can like affect missions and stuff and like you know there's lots of like talking and whatever. So like uh it looks you know, looks pretty damn good. I'm excited to start playing it soon. Well, for once, Square Enix yeah. is not forcing a studio so far out of their wheel box. Like, Crystal Dynamics are the ones that did the uh, Tomb Raider games. So they would actually yeah. have worked better on this game if they had put them there. Because they're good at these right. kind of, you know, linear narrative kind of adventure things. Uh, Eidos yeah. Montreal, as you said, they did the uh, Deus Ex games, so this is a little bit out of their wheelhouse, but a third-person action game, that's that's kind of standardized enough through the industry that I think just about anybody could do it. Yeah, that, and also the fact that, like, you know, there's it looks like there's some things from their RPG games that they could carry over to this feasibly. Like, yeah, I hear so, it has a, uh, yeah, like, like a Final not... Fantasy Thirteen stagger system, is what it's got. Yeah, and it and it like um it has what's it called um, fuck, I'm trying to remember, I'm trying to remember. I haven't played the game, so I don't know. <laughs> I've been very busy uh, this I, month. I mean, I've not already, played many video games at all. I've only seen like footage of it and what's it called, but uh, yeah, I mean it looks good. It looks it looks and it's definitely been received much better than you know. Than yeah. Avengers was. Avengers was just you know oh, that it game was, was bad. A bit of a mess. That was no, that was not a it good game. It was bad. It was a game that had a severe identity crisis, and the result was you have, you know, five. Was it four playable characters? None of no, which you feel have, any different. Uh, no, you, they all felt different. I can tell you, Iron Man felt like dog shit. It was just that was not fun. Ah, uh, that's that's what it was. Yeah, they didn't. It's not that they didn't feel different. It's just that they all don't feel that powerful. The flying ones Avengers felt really bad. Oh uh, yeah, the flying ones felt terrible. Yeah. Uh, Avengers was a really weird experience because you know it re it was revealed it looked like shit. Uh, yep. The a lot of the initial exposure looked fucking terrible, but then you know people were able to touch the game, and while you know it wasn't the best thing ever. It did seem like it was getting a little better and better. And then the full game comes out, and it turns out it's because they backloaded how fucking terrible the game was. Yeah. I managed to hold that off until, like, the second last quest in the game, in, in the yeah, main story. Really. And just from there, it's endless shit. And the game completely fell apart on me the last level, too. Like, just towards the end, like, the game had been shaky the whole time in terms of glitches. But then, like, at the very last level, all of a sudden, Captain America kept falling through floors, and dialogue wouldn't load in the last cutscene, and it was just, it was just, it felt like a car whose transmission had just blown up, and you're trying to drive it up a hill. Was... Oh, god, yeah, the, the end game of, of that was so fucking unfinished that the subtitles and the audio were running on different scripts in some cutscenes. Yes, yes, that like, was they wild. they did not match at all. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it, it was... Here's That's the thing. It, it felt like 
what this Guardians of the Galaxy game is, except somebody had come in like halfway through and is like, yeah, that that's okay. But what if it was also a multiplayer game? And then everyone is like, they're nodding. Like, yeah, yeah, boss, that's a great idea. Then when the boss leaves, they're all like, how the fuck are we going to do that? I, do you have any idea what he's talking yeah. about? How do we do that? We, we got like six weeks to make this game. Uh, uh, right. uh. And that was the spooky story of Halloween. Like, the story Ag. itself was apparently pretty good. It's it just, was okay. You know, everything else. Okay. I mean, it was, yeah, it, it was, was basically fine. just like, a story about uh, yeah, Miss, uh, of, uh, what's her name? Uh, Miss Marvel. Miss Kamala uh, Khan. To, to bring back, yeah, Miss Marvel, Kamala Khan. Kamala uh, Harris. To bring back all of the, all of the Avengers that she's a, a fangirl for when she was a child uh, after they completely collapsed as a result of some as the incident that uh, for starters gave uh, gave Kamala her powers uh, and that that was you know for the most part a fun cute little story um, it's just that yeah uh, the ending couldn't deliver yeah um, Bill it seems like Guardians of the Galaxy is doing pretty well and I'm going to say that Square Enix's Western Studios are overdue for a win and you know what good for yeah. them I hope it sells well yes. yeah like uh, when when the uh, when uh, Square Enix first uh, acquired uh, Idos, it seemed like it was uh, almost a case of Idos bailing them out because this was during a time where uh, Square Enix's uh, Square Enix was failing to adapt to HD development. Like a lot of Japanese studios, they had a lot of troubles uh, in the PS3 360 era just getting their shit together. And these days, it feels like it's on the bottom foot. Like Square Enix is put, Square Enix is putting out some of their best output in Japan, uh, whereas the um, uh, whereas the uh, yeah English speaking branches uh, just constantly step on rights. Yeah, it's a shame. Um, I mean, at this point, what they've done is they've adapted to you know just use Unreal Engine like everyone else, and then it seems like. It's gone much smoother since then. Yeah. So uh, speaking of Square yeah, Enix, we should like probably. That um, can be, oh, sorry. That can sum up all of Square Enix, both West and Japan studios. Like, you guys can't make your own engines, but when you use another one, you do all right. Oh, I was going to do a transition to uh, TGS. Sorry. Uh, we should probably TGS. just yeah Tokyo Game Show. Everyone thought, "Yay, Final Fantasy 16," but it did not. So I just wanted to go. They, they outright said at the beginning of the show that no, we're not showing Final Fantasy 16. Yeah, but they also people... said that it's not going to be there, but it might be there. And if you say might, that means to me yes. I, I mean the uh, I mean the uh, actual show. Like, oh yeah, yeah. I didn't actually like, watch. Uh, like, um... Sorry, hello. Like, yeah, in the lead up to the uh, in the lead up to the TGS show, uh, uh, Yoshida was sometimes a bit evasive on whether or not they'll have something ready in for uh, for TGS. But uh, yeah, when they actually started the TGS show, it's like yeah, we we said before that Final Fantasy Sixteen probably isn't going to be here, and yeah, it's not going to be here. Yeah, so let's see what was there. Uh, we got. Oh, uh, Yoko Taro's got a new game, uh, Voice of Cards, The Dragon Isle Roars. I think that was also announced at the Nintendo stream end of last month. 
Uh, there was a demo for this. Did anyone play that? No. I actually did. Um, I did play it on the Switch. Okay. This was about a month ago, so I'll see how well I can remember it. Uh, this is a card-based game, but it's not a card game. So, like, right now, card deck battlers are very popular in the indie scene. And you think, oh, Square Enix is jumping on that. No, this is a traditional turn-based JRPG. Just every character and every monster is a card. So it is, like, straight-up Final Fantasy 1-ass. You go to a king, they give you a quest, you go to a cave and you beat a boss. That's the demo. Um, there, is there like any sign of the kind of weird shit that people expect from Yokotaro? Well, alright, I can... Your main characters are three people. One is an older dude, one is a lady with very big boobs, and one is a dude with very big boobs and no shirt. So he's just a big oh, muscly so guy. Then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah you're this... all, uh, you're members of like a church, like warrior class. Okay. Uh, I can say the best thing about it is that there is an actual card game in this. If you go to the town, uh, you can go and talk to some kid who challenges you to like cards. And then you play this sort of go fish uh, slash poker fusion game, which was actually very difficult and I thought was a ton of fun. And I'm like, this is what you should have built your battle system around. But instead, you go out and then you just have random encounters. And it is it is bog fucking standard in terms of JRPG stuff. So um, I, I don't recommend it. Uh, I'll see if maybe with a final release you can get some real Yoko Taro shit out of it. But um, I'm kind of on a Yoko Taro uh, back foot this year. Because I also played the Nier Reincarnation game on the phones. And that game's not good. That, that game is just the same yeah. thing over and over again forever. It's super boring. I can't believe it, right? A gotcha game is just uh, a long curve upward on a logarithmic scale demanding that I pay money to keep playing. Who would have thought? Um, <laughs> we also have Echoes of Mana coming out in spring 2022. Anyone care about that? I don't even remember that one. <laughs> Neither do I. Yeah, I was, I was the same. Oh, oh, Hiroyuki Ito! Uh, Final Fantasy Wiki favorite. He's got a new video game coming out. Uh, Dungeons Encounters, which is... Um, I, I don't even know what that is. It was... Is it, that the Hiroyuki Ito? The Hiroyuki yes, Ito, not the Neo Twelly Hiroyuki Ito. Ito. Yeah, Dungeons Encounters. Is, the game is basically a very simple uh, old-school dungeon crawler yeah. game. I've, I have played a bit of it. Like it's kind of interesting, but um, yeah, you do definitely have to be interested. You oh, do it came out. Have to like that style of game. Yeah, yeah, it's already out. It came out on the fourteenth. Um, uh, there was a twenty percent discount that we've missed, unfortunately. Uh, it, it looked. I'm sorry, that just looked incredibly boring to me. Uh, uh, no offense to Hiroyuki Ito, but you know, he spent ten years in secret working on this dream project that it turned out to just be this. Yeah, it's okay. Not not like great, but yeah. not bad or anything. It, it's a perfectly serviceable game. I was kidding before. I, I think he was like maybe like low key retired, and this is just like him, you know, walking into the office one day and it's just fiddling around, and he makes a video game just to like still show he can do it. 
Uh, and we, I don't know. Like yeah. it's mainly a battle system designer. So it's... Yeah, I think that's uh, that's everything we've already gone over. Uh, Stranger Paradise. We talked about Chocobo GP last month. There's no new news on that. Um, we. I have... think there's a new like screenshot or something for yeah. it. I mean, I don't know. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing major on it. Uh, yeah. It's it's entered into uh, Square Enix as usual. Uh, press cycle where they'll tweet out a bunch of short clips and such yeah <laughs> yeah yeah there'll be a steady stream of you know if not new content at least clarifications of such that's basically where it's at right now we also have today's yeah, news still, I, right yeah i um, think it looks cute but it's not like you know we have today's exciting news though uh, the Sony uh, State of Play press conference with the game that everyone's been waiting for. People have been on the edge of their seats. People just chanting out in the streets for the Square Enix franchise that's been abandoned for years and years. One of their C franchises they're bringing back, and it's Star Ocean, and who who cares? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, man. like I I've was never saying played... before this call, I think every game since the second one has been just really divisive, and I don't know if anyone is still that interested in the series anymore. I mean, there was one there was one post in the Discord channel of, oh, new Star Ocean need, but um, yeah, I don't know how excited people get for that anymore. There's gotta yeah, be a Star never... Ocean hardcore fandom, right? There's gotta be. There must be. I have never played a Star Ocean. I played a life. demo for the second to last one. I think it was called Star Ocean Amanesis. Um, and I, I can't tell you anything because I played the demo and I, I completely forgot it. It's just one of those JRPGs that, like... Like, I, I, I played the Tales of Arise demo earlier this month, too, and I just, like... In one ear, out the other, just felt pretty cookie-cutter, I'm sorry to say. Why am I so negative tonight? I'm sorry. It's just... <laughs> Uh, there was actually one bit of relevant news today because just before State of Play, it was announced that Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster is in fact actually coming out. Yay! On, uh, the 10th. Yay! Woo! That's a good game. Ah. Oh. Yeah, that's the. I, I'm not not being funny. Like that's the thing I'm most excited for, of of everything, like this, you know, of everything that's been discussed today. I guess because like yo, I mean. Final Fantasy V needs more love, man. Like, yo, that game, that game is, uh, I don't, I, I don't want to say it's underrated because it's not underrated. Everyone who plays it kind of says they love it, but yeah. like, it's definitely like not many people have heard about it, like, you know, and not many people have checked it out. I think it's like the most yeah. obscure of the main series. Like, it's the one that people least discuss. Then like three. I feel like no one really has much to say. I really like Final Fantasy III, and I have a soft spot, soft spot for five too. Yeah, yeah. I assume part of what caused uh, a bit of the silence on this regard is that after Wrath uh, 4's Pixel Remaster came out, uh, there was actually uh, quite a sizable uh, wave of bug fix patches on like all four of the uh, all four of the pix released Pixel Remasters. So I guess they're just trying to make sure everything is still holding together before they put out the next one 
Yeah, so uh, some color major. I think you have to play Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster because I'm probably not going. I'm going to play that one. Oh, okay, good. I, I, I suppose I will have right. to. All right, we'll, we'll have things to talk about getting, in November. Yeah, I am getting five Pixel Remaster and I am getting six Pixel Remaster as soon as they come out. Like, those two are my favorite of the pre seven uh, Final Fantasy games by far. Like, uh, and I would not miss those for anything. Like, they're freaking good, man. Like, yeah, those are very, very yeah. good video games. Final Fantasy Very VI especially. And it, yeah. yeah. Depending the, the on that. Uh... The thing with it getting announced as like, yo, this is coming out in November, is like, because they announced the first three Pixel remasters and they came out all at once. And yeah. then they were kind of quiet about everything else. You know, they were like, oh, Final Fantasy IV is dropping. And then we didn't really hear much from it until later. And then we had, and then obviously now it's been, a, I think, just over a month since then, since 4 dropped. Yeah, thereabouts. Sorry? Um, I mean, I should be able to check this if I just look at the, if Are I just look up at the, the dates? because I've got the, I've, yeah, it's still on the fucking front page, September right. 8th. So yeah. yeah, it's been nearly two months since, uh. They they can and make it, it. they can make it like to the end of the year. Yeah, I I mean it sounds like uh, you know just based on that timing, uh, uh, six might be an early January release. Who knows? I believe they can do it. Just like World War One soldiers being told they'll be home by Christmas, will be in uh, uh, Narsh by Christmas. Let's say it. I think that's fair. Yeah, and I am like. You know, I'm still most looking forward to six, but I'm looking forward to five a lot. And I know that, you know, I know that a lot of people maybe like that's the one that people would be most possibly most disappointed about losing the GBA content for, because you know it's it was always pretty cool that you have this extra bonus dungeon to like test your skills up against. Because Final Fantasy V is a game where you want to test your skills with the mechanics. It's like well... it's a game where that's what you want to have fun with. Like that's the you know, so I think people may be disappointed about losing the GBA content for that, but like, you know, frankly, I think there's enough in the base game, and like the final dungeon is hard enough, and the two super bosses yes. in the final dungeon are hard enough that it will be all right without them. Like, it will be all right. But, yeah, Omega and yeah, Shinryu will be enough to get your money's worth in that game, even though you're yeah, not getting I, fighting. Yeah, five has always been a solid game. Even the, uh, even the PlayStation version with the uh, uh, bad load times and very questionable translation is still a good game. So yeah, the god awful pirate accent. What the fuck, man? You don't <laughs> like butts? Fucking pirate accent. Well, it's not. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care about that. But like the pirate accent they gave to Faris was so Arr. stupid. <laughs> it was the stupidest thing. But, yeah, I yeah. didn't play that so version, so I don't five, know. I don't know any quotes. I can't even do a pirate accent for I'm it. I'm really interested to see what they do with the translation for five because I know that the GBA translations were mostly intact for the Pixel remasters so far. Yeah, but for five like, is going to uh, be interesting. Yeah, the uh, it is most likely going to be GBA script. I, it's uh, 
uh, we have been through this uh, that time and time again for four. Um, every time uh, when it hasn't been the 3D version, basically what they've just done for four is take the previous script and uh, and uh, fix it up a little bit. Uh, just, um, so you know, if you look deep enough into the uh, into Final Fantasy IV's translation, you can still see. Uh, you know, memes from a decade and a half ago because that's when the PlayStation version was written and they still haven't gotten rid of some of those lines. Uh, a lot of them have been changed to the point of uh, being unrecognizable, but uh, they're still there. Oh, I found you the Ferris quote bod. from Final Fantasy V in her pirate accent. Dar, ye got courage trying to steal me ship out from under me own nose. Yeah, meanwhile, the GBA version of 5 is pretty much a retranslation because the previous English script of 5 was uh, not usable. Well, the GBA version has a lot of jokes, too, because I remember, like, every scene is about how everyone's talking that Bartz is a moron. Like, even the Mm. turtle guy talks about how stupid Bartz is. The GBA script is is pretty much parodic in nature, but it's an actually good script, so... Yeah. Final Fantasy V is a funny-ass game, man. The game is is a big joke. Like, you know, Gilgamesh is in it, for oh, one. Yeah. And then you have, you have freaking um, Eggsteth turns himself into a thorn and, and uh, like, hides in, uh, I think it's Cryo's toe. It's like, ha-ha, I have disguised myself as a, as a thorn to arrive in your toe. And then he and then fights the little turtle that it was like some old sage master. It's like what the fuck, man. Final yeah. Fantasy V is a funny ass game. The turtle says, What do you think? I've been eating pizza down here for a thousand years or something? You got ninja turtle yeah. references. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so Final Fantasy V. Final game. Fantasy V does not take itself seriously at all. And that's a great like that is the one game that just does not take nothing about itself seriously. Yeah, so you that's know, out in uh, like, two so, weeks. Um, I think... Let me see, do we have any other news? Oh, uh, Final Fantasy XIV is... We have a new milestone for that game. Uh, it has surpassed uh, 24 million players. Yeah, so I think it's the most subscribed MMO? It's the most what? profitable Final Fantasy yeah. game ever, is how they put it. Yeah, it's, it's yes. managed to pass 11 in that regard. And also, you know, while possibly not in you know, uh, net profit, uh, it is pretty much guaranteed at this point that it has passed the numbers of World of Warcraft. So it yeah. is now the number one MMO. Okay, so that's 24 which, which million is... total subscribers at any point, not 24 million playing at any one second, right? Yeah, yeah. but at the same time, uh, WoW has been on a pretty much constant decline since uh, Mr. Pandaria, which was yeah, about a decade ago at this point. So, um, yeah, it's pretty much guaranteed at this point that uh, 14 has uh, passed it. Yeah, Blizzard basically, like, you know, like, Blizzard even cancelled next year's, like, they have this, like, event they have every year and they cancelled it. Because they're like, <coughs> yeah, they cancelled BlizzCon because they're like, yo... Like, I mean, there's a lawsuit going on, and there's, you know, we don't have anything to show, so we're just going to not have an event. 
Yeah, right. we could we could spend an entire podcast talking about Blizzard's constant shooting itself in the foot over the past three or four years. It's yeah, amazing, it's man. I mean, yeah. it's a it's amazing to me how many companies have fallen from grace to the level that they have. So, like, I remember when people used to like worship the ground that Valve walked, and now there's constant complaining about Valve everywhere. Right, and don't even get me started on CD Projekt Red and how they managed to like, in one in one game release, completely did a 180 on their whole reputation. That's how easy you can fall. I mean, if uh, Square Enix releases Final Fantasy 16 and it's bad, the tone of this but podcast is going like... to change really fast. Yeah, but I don't feel like Square Enix like was ever at that level. That some of the developers were at. Ten years I mean, ago, Square Enix and, was on the friggin' ropes in terms of their reputation. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, I feel like Square Enix has always been kind of troubled, in a way. And it's never been... No one's ever looked at it as, like, this company that can do no wrong. Whereas some others have been seen as, like, these bastions of qualities that are, like, per- perfection. You know? And even, yeah, like, yeah. Rock... Like, even, like, Rockstar Games, for instance, like, you know, there was a time when everything they put out was getting 10s and everyone just loved their games. You know, they were, they caused controversy, but everyone loved them. And now, the only time they ever get in the news is when they're like, oh, we're gonna uh, keep milking GTA V for another five years and we're not making a sequel to it. Bye. Uh, there's two things going on here. Um, number one is just game development has ballooned to such a ridiculous degree that it now takes any studio no matter who they are five years to make a video game uh often longer especially you know the big high profile things like you know red dead redemption 2 was supposed to be the biggest video game of all time excuse me was the biggest video game of all time and uh that takes a long long time to make and it's just you can't be on that regular cycle of making a new video game every single year um, we'll see, and and I and I can uh, and I can sympathize with that argument, except for the fact that like GTA Five, they've put it on like three consoles now, and they keep milking it for that stupid ass uh, GTA Online. Yeah, that, that's what the goal is. You want to make a game that'll <laughs> yeah. sell a hundred million copies. That's what they wanted. Cyberpunk right. twenty seventy seven. Yeah, I mean. I'm not, like, knocking them for it. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's just... It's funny to me how their reputation has gone from, you know, these people can do no wrong to, oh, my God, they keep, you know, bleeding this cash cow. I'd say the other thing is you should never have a video game company as your hero. So there's no such thing as a capitalist enterprise that can do no wrong. One day yes. there might yes, be I stories coming should. out of a Square Next studio about horrendous, you know, abuse, maybe out of Nintendo that everyone loves. Like this could happen. And uh we we should be prepared for it and we shouldn't have ourselves emotionally invested in the you know, fortunes of a company going up and down. Yeah. Like I will say that Square's general reputation is basically just having no idea what they're doing and it still works anyway. Like yeah. Uh, I don't think any other company in the industry would do something like a Realm Reborn because it was a ridiculous Hail Mary that no C-suite in the in the industry would think is a good idea because it's such a ridiculously high risk. 
but Square, Square Enix's whole process was basically just uh, version 1 of Final Fantasy fourteen was so terrible it's an existential threat to our main franchise we have to do literally anything to get it working again so, right, so yeah. they did and I think even if they got into that situation again they wouldn't do it I think there's a one off that nobody can replicate ever again um, yeah, some I think it's it's kind of Sorry. amazing that they went from that to now having their most profitable game in history, in their history, because you know when you think about the fact that they must have poured so much money trying to you know fix that and make it what it is now, you know, and and they really turned it around. You know, that's a that's an impressive success story. You know, that's that's something that's really commendable. Yeah, um, some color mage. So rewind back a bit. You yeah. said "Hail Mary." Now you're not American. Do you know what that expression means? It's some kind of uh, it's some kind of uh, like last chance, just do whatever the fuck you need to kind of kind of long shot thing. Yes, yes, it's an American football. No, term. it's not. Yes, it is. It's a Tupac song. Okay, it could also be I that. ain't a killer, but don't push me. Revenge is like the sweetest joy, and it's the getting pussy. Picture paragraphs unloaded. Why word being quoted? Oh, I'll carry on. Yeah, <laughs> it's a Tupac song. <laughs> yeah, so at the end of a football game, if you're down uh, like seven points and you got nothing left, the quarterback just throws it as far as he possibly can and hopes that somebody catches it. And that's a Hail Mary. And I'm... I'm impressed to see yeah, those phrases uh, spread across the globe. American football ruling the waves. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I'm Australian. We end up picking up a lot of uh, every other English variant. Yeah. Um, we should go on to our last bit of news, right? The final news. The yeah. final news. The final news. The most important and most joyous news of the month. And that is in a little game called Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Where a little video game has joined the roster. And that video game is Kingdom Hearts. Because Sora's here! Everybody's here! Sora's here! Finally, we could all be rejoice and be glorious. Because all is complete. And it's... And Sora's it's amazing because for so long people said, oh, that's never going to happen. Disney's never, ever going to agree to that. And and he ended up as the last character in it. Yeah, you know, Sora's actually here right now. Do you, do you have any questions for him? I, I got him for the podcast. He's our other surprise guest. <laughs> do, we have, do you have any questions for him? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And there okay. he is. That's him so sleeping. Dude, um... Okay, my question to you is why did you um why did you break Ariel's heart? Okay. So I've downloaded the Smash Brothers DLC and he comes with his like uh sound cards you can just hit <laughs> Should have let us ask more questions before Ooh. you revealed that. We could keep asking him questions. He's here. Okay. Uh, Sora, um, um, what would you recommend that Joe Biden do to go and break the deadlock in the Senate? Uh, that's how I feel too, honestly. 
<laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Sounds about All right, right, so we're going to put Sora away. I've uh, I've downloaded his DLC because I had to. I, I haven't played Smash in well over a year. So, so technically, you can now relive the fight between Cloud, Sephiroth, and Sora. You can, Kingdom yeah, Hearts anytime. So, so in Kingdom Hearts 2, when they just randomly fucked off, and then there was no conclusion to that, they just went to Smash Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> there's actually um, there's actually like a whole um, spirit system where you can go in in the DLC you'll fight various characters that like represent the figures so in Sora's you have um, Krom from Fire Emblem he represents Terra so you can go and fight him uh, so I, I've been fighting those those are pretty good I, I did Sora's um, his main campaign like the classic hey. smash you know he's a good character. He's uh he's pretty floaty. He's uh his side B. Which is, yeah. He wouldn't it wouldn't be Sora if he wasn't floaty. Yeah, so. exactly. It's classic. It has to be for Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts defines floaty gameplay, so he's a floaty character. His uh his yeah. side B is uh, like it's just an automatic three hit combo. Like you you can just hold yeah. the button down and then he hits somebody three times. Uh, he's got Faraga and Thundaga, and I wish I could. I wish it was just Thundaga because that's the best one of them. Um, I think he's a bit OP, but I'm never going to play a human, so I don't know. And uh, that's just kind of yeah, it. And they said that, yeah, like I think they said that his uh, main weakness is that uh, he's the lightest character in the game. Like he's so floaty that uh, you can just smack him up and he'll just go right into the. Right into the KO. Um, yeah, he's like a Kirby, actually, surprisingly. So he's like a glass cannon. But, of course, one of Sora's big features uh, relies on you being in stamina mode where uh, being knocked back far doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like one of the things is that yeah, when Sora wins a, uh, wins a stamina battle, uh, the final hit uh, just, like, goes into slow motion to the imitate yes, how it does do that. That's the it also it also has a uh, Kirby can eat Sora and grow his hair as a hat, so then Kirby can go and do thunder, fire, freeze. It's very it's very very cute. I, I, it's like a little baby so, Sora. So here's the thing I find with a when Sora was revealed, like before that happened, Master Chief was trending because people thought Master Chief was more likely to be in this game than Crash Bandicoot or Spyro the Dragon. Like, what the fuck are people on about, man? Hey, what the fuck would you do with uh, Master Chief anyway? Samus Aran's already got an Echo Fighter. Well, alright. Like, well, they it, did include it, Doom Guy as a me fighter. So him and, uh, yeah, him and the yeah. Animal Crossing girl, they can finally get married. Yeah, but like I don't know, I don't, I don't know why people I don't know why people thought that was a realistic possibility. Like I I mean I personally kind of wish Crash Bandicoot had ended up in Smash, but between Crash and Sora, I would take Sora. I just think that's a much more logical choice. But yeah, mm -hmm. so you guys got your Sora, and yep. Disney allowed it to happen. They didn't allow yeah, and Goofy like, and Donald in. Like it was inevitable that this was going to be the last one where it's on the cards because they've actually said that uh, 
uh, fighters pa fighter pass to what's originally just going to be five characters but uh, you know just before they were getting ready to reveal that stuff uh they finally managed to get the right sorted out with disney so they just said well one last dlc character it's going to be sora so mm -hmm. fighters pass two goes six person you gotta end on the top right you can't do better than kingdom hearts yeah. it's the best series there ever is yeah, oh, wow. I assumed they would have uh, changed the uh, uh, changed the order of bit as well if Sora wasn't in. Because uh, I mean, what the uh, last DLC character before him was uh, that Tekken guy, which uh, isn't exactly one to end on. I mean, there are people who really, really love Tekken, probably more than love Star Ocean. Uh, oh, I also well, I've yes. recently <laughs> discovered a random side thing is. Uh, Master Chief is, of course, in love with the Animal Crossing girl, and uh, Sephiroth has become best friends with Pichu. Okay. Yep. That's uh, it. One thing uh, cool. I really liked is um, on uh, Sakurai's uh, Twitter account, uh, he basically just posted, Well, now that uh, we're done with Super Smash Bros. Ultimate, I can post whatever I want because people won't stop thinking that this is, you know, a hint at the next DLC character, and he's got. And you got a picture of his cat looking at one of the uh, Among Us characters. Yeah. <laughs> uh. You know, the weird thing about Kingdom Hearts is where Kingdom Hearts 3 and uh, the last, the rhythm game ended, this could potentially be canon. Because Sora right now is floating around in the world of fiction and possibly Dude, Final Fantasy Nomura, 15 man. land. He's going and... to make everything canon in yeah. some way. Like, I did ask think that this is that he's gonna retroactively say that when Sephiroth and Cloud left at the end of KH2, this is where they went. Well, what happens uh, is Cloud Nomura goes somewhere and then Sephiroth chases him. Yeah, Namora is too powerful, and I expect that we will get the uh, reveal of the next big Kingdom Hearts soon because uh, this uh, DLC is also like the start of. Uh, Kingdom Hearts, uh, what is it, 20th anniversary? This is like the first thing of, uh, yeah, of the anniversary. Of the it can't be, no, it can't be it 20th anniversary, right? Kingdom Hearts is not that old. The Kingdom Hearts 1 yeah, is a 2003 is. game. It's gotta be. I refuse to believe that uh, Kingdom Hearts is 20 years I old. Believe Japan, yeah. I believe Japanese release was 2002. Kingdom Hearts. Oh, it might be. Uh, yeah, Kingdom that might be Hearts right. Is a 2002 action role-playing video game developed by Square for the March 28th, 2002. We are that old. It was. It was 2002. Yeah. So, we are just yeah. rotting away, just rotting. Yeah, like yeah, same, so same get... day as uh, as that reveal, uh, Square Enix started putting out all of their 20 Kingdom Hearts 20th anniversary announcements, which is. Uh, uh, Included stuff like uh, that that fucking chess set from Kingdom Hearts Three, yeah, which doesn't yeah, I mean, come in, chess, uh... which doesn't come with any rules because it does not actually work to play chess. <laughs> they didn't make up a game for yeah. it. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, after all, during that game, uh, Ericus literally had to time travel some of his pieces into the future to win. So I don't think he can really make rules around that. I mean, that's him cheating, but there could have been a chess variant kind of game. I mean, there's there's one in Game of Thrones where they have elephants and stuff, but it is, like, recognizably chess, and I think there's real versions of it you can play. You can play the 3D chess from Star Trek. 
Somebody will make something up. Somebody get on this. There's, there's talented game designers out there. Make Nomura's vision a reality. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Someone will eventually make something up. Oh, Kingdom Hearts, uh, the all like everything is included collection that's coming out to Switch too. And I remember it's it's yeah, uh, but it's cloud only. only. A, yeah. Yeah, it's a cloud based version of it. So I don't like. I think that you do buy it up front. It's not like you have to subscribe to it. It's just that once you buy it, you can only yeah, like play it when you've got an internet connection. Yeah. Yeah, that's how cloud games work on the on the Switch. They're one and done purposes, but purchases, but you need to be online to play them. And I guess it does make sense for zero point two and Kingdom Hearts three because there's no way the Switch can run those correctly. But the rest of these games were on an engine that was barely updated since the PS two. Yep. Right. They can run on Switch just fine. And also the entire thing is on the cloud, so. Uh, you've got uh, you know, days and coded and back cover. These are movies yep. that are yeah, apparently yeah. on the cloud. Yeah, they don't have the full versions yeah, of mean, those games, so you have to watch just a movie. It of them. suggests to me that there must have been some kind of like there must have been some kind of difficulty with porting these, and it must have just I don't know either that or they just wanted to say like look. We need to put KH3 on the cloud. That's the only way it's going to be able to run on this console. So why don't we just say all of them are on the cloud? That's the only like thing I could imagine as like a reason why they would have done it that way. I think it's just like yeah, the Switch it's, sucks. It's just ancient yeah, at this point. It's yeah. still just it's still just kind of weird. You know? yeah. Even weirder than calling it uh, was Integra Masterpiece for Cloud. That that is the name of this all in one version. Whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a weird choice, but I'm glad that people who own a Switch can play Kingdom Hearts. You know? Um, it's good for them. Gotcha! Yep. I, I think we could end there, that's right? That's response. Yeah. yeah, I think so. We didn't really have, yeah, like, a topic or anything this month. Just all right. We'll and just hang that, out. That's okay, considering how long we went without delving into a topic anyway. Yeah, exactly. We we could just ramble incoherently. Um, all right. So, um, what do we do at the end again? I forget. Uh, oh yeah. So we were the Final Fantasy Wiki. My name's Blue Highwind. Uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, at some point, I'll find the bit I need. Ooh, what the hell? All right, so our wiki music, I mean our podcast music, is La Montana de los Caballeros Jovenes, which is based on Mount Colts from the OC remix of Balance and Ruin. Uh, you can find Final Fantasy Wiki at a website. Um, it's called FinalFantasyWiki.com. What's the website again? <laughs> FinalFantasy.Fandom.com. That's it. See, this is why I put the URL in the picture that we use for the YouTube versions. Uh-huh. Because nobody can remember the URL. We do realize that FinalFantasyWiki.com is a different website that isn't us. Oh, no. Is it like a porn website or something? No, it's not. It's not that bad. Uh, it's some it's gross a, NFT not. one. It's just that, a competitor to us. Uh, you just advertised a freaking competitor. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, fuck, you know? man. 
<laughs> we're, we're fine. We said it correctly at the start. It's it's fine. Nobody's listening. <laughs> Mm-hmm. All right, so we're going to end on a, uh, let's say, Final Fantasy quote. I found one here. It's from Sephiroth. Cloud, lend me your strength. Let us defy destiny together. You know, I, I hope the best for them. One day, those two wacky kids will figure it out. Hey.